it's another episode of Sports Yak Podcast. Who types this stuff? Just run it, hit play, hear it, get it done with. I'm Jim Shorts. I'm an icon. The class of 2019 Indiana sports writer and sportscasters, Hall of Famer, Chuck Freebie, and the other butt monkey. Who cares? Hit the subscribe button. I'd hate to miss a second of this junk. Sports Yak, the podcast. Now that's good. Now turn it off. ever grow up or am I always gonna be this tiny tiny little person? This is you though. Tiny. Tiny? Tiny. Will she ever grow up? Is Tassie forever young? I wanna be forever young. I didn't know how to sing that. I would have joined you. I didn't know how. Do you not know the song or you just didn't know where to harmonize or what? I don't like I think I know that that is a song but I don't know it well. It's, uh, I mean, I knew the song, but then I think, wasn't it Napoleon Dynamite where the it one that plays I was a key? Thinking, like, Forever young. That's the one that I was thinking. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I don't know which one you were singing. <laughs> don't you want to live forever and be forever young? That one? No. No. Mm-mm. Keep okay. going. <laughs> Sounds amazing. I thought it was in Napoleon Dynamite. Aren't, aren't you like a Napoleon Dynamite fan? Okay, I watched it when it came out. That was uh, quite okay. a minute ago. And as you know, as soon as I watch things, I launch them. So the fact that I remember anything about Napoleon Dynamite is a miracle. Oh, yes. Yes. It was Forever Young that, that was playing during the uh, the dance scene. When they're mm. dancing. Not not the like choreographed you know, the bird, choreographed dance bird, but the like at the dance when he's dancing with the girl. Yeah, I, I don't remember young's. the dance at all. Oh, OK. Maybe <laughs> just watch Napoleon Dynamite again. I should. I just had my 20 year high school reunion. There you go. So it kind of goes hand in hand. Awkward memories of mm-hmm. dances. Yeah, I think mm-hmm. that would work. Yeah. Well, there you go. Well, that's been Shoe the Dough for today. Guys, thanks so much for downloading <laughs> this podcast and supporting us. Uh, you want to shoe a dough? <laughs> Let's do it. Um, we're going to do a peruse the news today, uh, which will be a lot of fun. I do want to say, I guess, before we get into it, we will be off next week. Uh, so there will be no, no shooing of any does in the following week. No, Aaron's leaving town. We no, we don't tell people that he's going to go far, far away. My home will be available for invasion. No, you still have people staying here. That's true. Actually. Yeah. We're going on vacation next week, but people still be at the house. (laughs) People still be here. Enter at your own risk. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> That's kind of true now, I guess. And not, I mean, we have house guests too, but also you're here to work every yeah. once in a while. Oh, yeah. I'm like, yeah. So plus the invisible dog is is his name Germs. <laughs> oh wow, that was <laughs> a real rem- thing. Do you remember that? Uh, my invisible. Okay, sing it. <laughs> I hide him in my pocket because he's very, very small. Germs. Germs, my invisible dog. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> wow. That's really, really strangely in the back of my brain somewhere. Is it as strange as Fleming and John? No, <laughs> nothing will ever be that. Hands down, that is to date the most confusing moment where my brain and my real life. Have we ever life... talked about that on shoe? I don't know. We why, don't just... you, why don't you tell that story? 
From your perspective. No, I want you to tell the story. From my perspective? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, I, I loved Fleming and John. Like, when they came out, there's it's a band, and they are husband and wife, and she's an incredible vocalist. Like, she she kind of combines opera with pop music, like popra, let's just call it that. Popra. Uh, and they wrote these really powerful, aggressive, female-fronted tracks before that was kind of the thing, you know, that became kind of the thing. Um, and I just really loved Delusions of Grandeur, the album. And so I think I came into uh, the studio at the radio station one day and yeah. you would regularly have music playing whenever yeah. I came in because I was always late. Yep. And I think it was the song Not Afraid, which is one of their, you know, I guess I would say their hits, but they didn't have any hits. Nobody knew who Fleming and John was. It wasn't like they were played on the radio or anything, but it was uh, I'm Not Afraid. And all you just started singing right along with it. And I don't know how I know this song. <laughs> Not, I have no memory of ever listening to this album. I have no memory of who I was. But I knew enough of the lyrics that I obviously had heard it so many times. I knew. You knew what was coming up. I knew it was coming up. Yeah. And so I was letting myself sing this song out loud and remember lyrics with no understanding of how I knew it at all. And mm-hmm. so I was like, it would be like watching someone saying who's very afraid of what they're singing it, it, was. it was very there was disturbing a fear on your face i was terrified where is this coming it was like you were possessed yeah, yeah. it felt like that <laughs> it was it's so strange to have no memory of anything i still have no idea where i ever i mean heard. it must have been in your life enough yeah that it we that somebody it's ingrained in there it had to have been listened to so many times it would have been the mid 90s you would have been in high school mm-hmm. um early high school i think for you right yeah I, yeah no no no, no. Or, no that was no. Early, because I, I graduated high school in, in 99. Yeah. Yeah. So actually been middle school, which is even stranger mm-hmm. because in middle school, I would have been going to a lot of church. Well, but but Fleming and John kind of had that, you know, so that somebody perspective from a youth group maybe must have been a youth group thing. But I don't know how they broke out like there. There. So the there the, there was this CD um, service that youth pastors used to get back in the day around that time okay. where they would deliver you like 12 CDs every month oh. that were the newest Christian bands or whatever for $50 a month. Yeah. For something like <laughs> Can that. Can you imagine paying $50 a month for <laughs> CDs now? <laughs> Let's go Ridiculous. with nine ninety nine for every song ever written. We pay $50 for a YouTube TV now where you can get all the live That's right. TV. That's right. Uh, uh, but I, but it wasn't, it even had in to some, have been that, but it wasn't even in something like that. That's what I'm saying. Like it oh. must've been, you just, somebody cool in your life played that somebody, but enough that we memorized it. Yeah. Uh, like, and it wasn't just that song. No. There were a couple other songs as well yeah. that you knew. And it was so strange to have my body and my memory doing things. that I have no understanding of where it's coming from. Yeah. So yeah, that's. It's a really cool experience, but not one that it's like, I want to have a lot. I wonder if that's how people feel after they maybe have a coma or something and have memory loss, but then they're still able to yeah. function in these interesting ways. For me, it's this sometimes music or even stuff from television sometimes will pop up into my mind and I do not remember ever interacting with it. Well, it's it's fascinating to me because I have had the experience where I'm like, oh, I know this. Right. Yes. But it's but it's never to the extent of not only do I know this, I know it well and I can sing along. Yeah. If I can sing along, I know where right. I know it from. Yeah. I used to listen right. to this album all the time. Right. Blah, yeah, blah, blah, exactly. Blah. Like Bohemian Rhapsody. I know that one. I right. know why I know World. that one. Yeah. I know that one because <laughs> we played it over and over and over again. Yeah. Anyway, 
That's, yeah. It's a wild thing, but I still like to listen to Fleming and John. And now, now it's a new memory. Now mm-hmm. it's that moment that I can kind of cling to, but I still have no idea where it came from before that. They're doing stuff. They've got a Kickstarter going on right now for a oh, new album. Cool. Or no, actually what it was is they have a Kickstarter that was going on a few years ago mm-hmm. and they raised the money for the album, but they still haven't put the album out. So they're. They pop on the Kickstarter every once in a while, like, promise we're working on it. It's kind of one of those things right now. Yeah. Well, it's not like you can just make an album overnight. Yeah. Maybe some people can. <laughs> but they're they're really great musicians. So uh, 1994 to present is what Wikipedia says. Mm-hmm. Yeah. They're so still yeah, doing you're stuff. right on there. Fleming McWilliams and John Mark Painter. Mm-hmm. That is they. That is they. So there you go. Well, that was fun. That Fun one. little stroll down the <laughs> Fleming and John memory hey, way. I just went over to our iTunes presence on on uh, iTunes for our podcast. Oh yeah, yeah. I really, I, I'm. I want to see a review from this year. <laughs> so here's my request. Well, the before, problem is nobody's <laughs> listening this year today. Shh, 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 shh. Let me have a dream. My my request is if you're enjoying the show, um, head over to Apple. Mm-hmm. Apple Podcast. Find our find our podcast. Uh, just search for it and leave a review. So that way, the people out there know that it's not just that you liked us in 2016 <laughs> and one person in 2017. Uh, and we'll read it. We will read any reviews I love we get. The reviews. We will read every single review we get. Next we read time all we're... the emails. We read all the mm-hmm. reviews. Yep. Yep, we'll that, read them live on the air. All of them. All of them. It'll only Every take single... a moment. <laughs> Actually, we have 30-some reviews. Yeah. No, yeah, people are people are nice. They but say lo- nice things. A lot of them are from 2012, and we were hot stuff. <laughs> we were hot stuff in 2012. We were the Fleming and John of podcasts. That's <laughs> <laughs> true. That's probably really just probably more true than you even know. Uh, no, it's, it's kind of fascinating because... Um, you know, you want stuff that's current on there. Yeah. Uh, but, you know, people can see we're still releasing podcasts. Sure. I, I heard a stat that 11 point something percent mm-hmm. of podcasts on Apple Podcasts are actually releasing new episodes. Wow. That's very small. Right. Like nine amount. out of 10, basically nine out of 10 podcasts are dormant and, that are on Apple Podcasts. And of that 11%, 10% is NPR. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> well, I, you just, it also speaks to how many podcasts get started and abandoned and just how many there are out there. It's fascinating. I know. I know. We've said it before. We didn't stop because we wanted to. Okay. We stopped because we had to <laughs> and we're back now. We're really having a good time. Also, Aaron's taking a break next week, but we'll be back after that. <laughs> That's I promise. Right. That's right. <laughs> Shoe the dough will be around in one form or another. Well, many years to come. Today is going to be a peruse the news episode. Yeah. You guys know what we're going to be doing. We're going to be going back and forth and uh, reading some of the things that we find interesting in the news. Mm-hmm. Are it's you gonna, ready to get started? It's going to be a little bit different. Is it? For me. For my side of the news. Really? I've got a theme today. <gasps> Ooh. Yeah. Should I have themed? I no, 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 no. Theme. And you won't even like my theme. Is it freaking you, sharks? You're, go- you're going, is I want to talk sh- all about... Sharks? Predatory animals. No, no I don't. Aaron, Danae, no, I don't. don't. No, that is not. That is not the theme. I already know that Walmart's releasing baby shark. You know what is it? Bedding sheets and sheet sets and everything. Well, that's just a nightmare waiting to happen. 
oh, so many children are going to grow up loving sharks and then they're going to realize that there's no fish left in the ocean because we've killed everything because we're terrible to the environment and single-use plastics are bad. Wait, how did this turn into an environmental thing? You know me. Well, but is, if it's an environmental thing, shouldn't you love the sharks? I mean, that's, they're I part do of love the, the environment. Sharks. But for that reason, I love the sharks. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So you just don't want to talk about them or see them. I just, they're gaping maws are terrifying. They are. Studio DNA presents Pearls of the News. Every day, so many things happen around this crazy happen. world of ours. End up to your hosts. Oh, to around with them and decide what we're talking about. Join them on a journey to the wonderful. A journey of the strange. A journey of adventure. And uh, here come our hosts now. Please welcome. It's our today. I realized that when I mimicked you, I let out all my breath. I, I noticed. But I was like, oh crap, I, I needed that breath. It's one sustained do 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 That was the best uh, Peruse the News <laughs> intro of all time. You're welcome. And uh, we'll just cut that one out and play it every time from here on yeah, out. That's the, new, that's the new standard. All right, you want to start or do you want me to start? You, uh, wanna, you want me to start with my theme? Yeah, let's start with your theme. I'm really curious. My theme is pop culture. Uh, we don't often get a chance to talk a lot about pop culture news uh, on Shudo. We have well, other pop cultures. That's because you spun off with Sif Pop. Yeah, but there's so much going with Comic-Con going on. There's so many announcements, those kind of things. So I'm going to go over three categories of Comic-Con announcements. Does one of them involve scooters? Uh, no. Okay. No. What, scooters? Well, we'll get to that maybe. Oh, okay. Fair enough. I fair mean, enough. I wasn't going to cover that news story, but I might like slide it in as a note for yours. So uh, so I'm going to let you pick the order. Uh, Two, three, one. S- well, that's not... No. That's not- <laughs> <laughs> oh, perhaps I should pay attention. Uh, well, we can either go with um, 80s remakes. These are your categories. 80s remakes. Okay. Star Trek or Marvel. Star Trek? You want to start with Star Trek? 80s. No. 80s, Marvel, Star Trek. Yeah. Which one do you want? 80s, Marvel, Star Trek. Oh, that's Trek. the order you want to yeah. go in. So yeah. we're going to talk about 80s remakes first. They yes. released the new Top Gun trailer for the new Top Gun movie. Did you know a Top Gun movie was happening? Another Top Gun movie was happening? Uh, remind me what the first one is. <laughs> Tom Cruise in jet fighter jet planes with Maverick and cool. shooting down and that sounds you've awesome. never seen Top Gun. There's a beautiful beach volleyball season, uh, uh, beach volleyball scene, well, yeah. you know, with shirtless oiled up men. Oh, it's really amazing. Is that and, what? Uh, the sh- and there's a, there's a highway. Uh-huh. There's a highway to the danger zone. Oh, hi. There you go. Now, see there. Well, now I know the song. Found... That's not the song. That's not. <laughs> the I guess song's that's only the famous oh, okay, because okay. of the movie. Mm-hmm. I shouldn't say that. It may be famous otherwise. No, I definitely know this movie from still shots and mm-hmm. or like little gifs or whatever. Mm-hmm. Aviator sunglasses is what I think of. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I am. I haven't watched the trailer because I don't watch trailers. But for whatever reason, I'm so excited for this movie. I'm not even a huge Top Gun fan. I think I've just become a huge Tom Cruise fan. Like every movie he puts out, he does more and more crazy things. And the fact that is I'm, he going to be in the new one? I yes, oh. yeah. It's called Top Gun Maverick, and and I think it's going to introduce. I think Miles Tell you know who Miles Teller is. <laughs> Never mind. Sorry. Anyways, this is not Sif Pop, Aaron. <laughs> this is Shoe the Dough, and I I am so sorry to di- remind you in this moment and potentially disappoint you that I am the worst pop culture co-host. Ask me how I'm writing for 
<laughs> how I'm writing for, for a pop culture YouTube channel someday. Yeah, ask me about that. Uh, so, anyways, the uh, the Top Gun, the Top Gun Maverick looks amazing, and I just know Tom Cruise is actually going to you know fly fighter jets. Mm-hmm. Like it's going to be a real thing. Oh right, because he's be that amazing. way. He's that way. Like everything he does, he just Gosh. actually learns and and does it. So. I'm. I don't know. I'm Tom, pumped about Tom Cruise it. as a actor. Mm-hmm. I I don't mind. As a human, he scares me. Oh, because the Scientology stuff. Yeah. 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 That's. I don't know. It's it's hard because it definitely has a judgy tone to it. Because you know I am, but and I know I'm not supposed to. But there's something about that whole religion that it just doesn't sit right with me. Well, you know, many people feel the same way about many other religions, too. I know. You know? That's why I'm trying to be real cautious about how I say it, mm-hmm. you know. Yeah. But, yeah, he just... Is it jumping up and him. down on the couch? No, I didn't Is know about that part. I do that. I do, I do that as a Christian, so <laughs> maybe we share that in common. On Oprah? He jumped up and down on a couch on Oprah? Oprah and I go way back. <laughs> I believe it. What do you got for your first one? Uh, baby born on 7-Eleven at a 7-Eleven. Weighs seven pounds, seven ounces. Not seven pounds, 11 ounces. That's what This I meant. story was going to be Sorry. so amazing. Sorry. And then... I flipped it. Baby born on 7-Eleven day at 7-Eleven PM weighs seven pounds, 11 ounces, gets a 7-Eleven college fund. Wow. Yeah. This really happened in St. Louis. Wait, you added one in there at 7-Eleven PM? Yeah. Okay. A baby born on July 11th. Yes. At a 7-Eleven. Yes. At 7-Eleven PM. PM. Yes. Weighed seven pounds and 11 ounces. Yes. All no. Of, yeah. No. Yeah. All that stuff did not happen. It, it really did happen. Was it, was it manufactured? Uh, what do you mean? The child? Yeah. Like, yes. Well, do you know how babies are great? <laughs> I mean, like we can talk about this. It's probably, no, you know, you I mean, have four children. It? I'm surprised. Did they like plan it to like induce at a 7-Eleven on July 11th at seven? Like even just those three things. The fact that the baby weighs seven pounds, 11 ounces. Like yeah. I'm sure they didn't like cut body parts off to make that happen. Okay, but I'm just, wow. I'm just saying. <laughs> <laughs> or maybe they were, maybe it was like seven pounds, five ounces. And they were like, here, hold this six ounce Twinkie. I, I don't know about, you know, your wife. I can only speak for myself. I do know about my wife. I would not want to give birth in a 7-Eleven on purpose. But, but, I mean, people do weird things for fame, right? Yeah, yeah. I just don't understand how this happened. I, this makes zero sense to me. There's way too much coinkydink here. I'm not surprised at your reaction. Yeah. I totally expected it, which is one of the reasons why I chose this article, because <laughs> I love it when you kind of go off a little bit. Uh, one of the other things that the mother said, and this is something you'll be like, whatever, whatever, <laughs> is that she regularly saw 7-Eleven pop up during her pregnancy. Whatever. <laughs> Whatever. No, I don't know. <laughs> I have a friend who always sees numbers in triplicate. Yeah. And then she started seeing 9-11 and had to have emergency heart surgery. And because she always saw numbers in triplicate and then she saw a numbers, the 911, she was like paying more attention. And so she kind of followed her instinct that there was something wrong with her heart. Yeah. Anyway, she has this whole like really cool story. And so I, she's, get, I get the. It's just it happens in her life, and she's not someone that BSs. You know what I'm saying? So for me, I'm looking at this situation and this story, and I'm like, I totally believe that this woman regularly saw a Seven Eleven. Like she glanced at the clock, and it was a lot of times it said Seven Eleven, and she 
would think to herself like, oh, that's funny. That's funny. And then her child was born on 7-Eleven, weighed seven pounds, 11 ounces. Right. I get get the numerology part. Like I get I get that we see patterns and believe me, I I love the number 41. I see it all over the place. I ran my first 5K in a long time and it was 41 minutes and 41 seconds. Like I get, you know, that this happens when I when I did the American Idol experience at, uh, you know, whatever the Disney place was, my number was 41. 41. When I did the Chick-fil-A thing, I was number number 41. Like I get I. And I've been number 41 uh, at a couple things before, too. And I've been like, Aaron, look, it's rubbing off on me. So I, I get the the idea that we see patterns. What what makes this a little weird to me is that it, it's not just seeing patterns. It's the whole thing lining it's, up. It's the whole thing lining up. And because this person is seeing those patterns, I'm wondering if it was planned, if it was kind of one of those things. Well, we won't know for certain. And this kind of might even go in the direction she doesn't want to respond to questions so it's definitely not a publicity stunt and she's been reached out to by like cnn and everything and 7-eleven caught wind of this as like we want to put seven thousand one hundred and eleven dollars into a college fund to get the college started because this is just really cool so i want to see the tapes okay i do no i i I, there's got to be a security (laughs) footage right if it was in in a 7-eleven okay you know what no i i know this about you I want to believe it, and you want to ch- fact check. I, I'm just saying. I'm just and saying. That's okay. I am saying she went into labor. She already has been seeing this 7-Eleven thing. They were like, "Let's go to a 7-Eleven to give birth." Right. Some and let's try to do it somewhere in the seven o'clock. So on the security tape, it probably says like seven fifteen or seven right, eighteen. Right. We're just you know what say I mean? It was seven eleven. Yeah. Right. Well, Those kind of things. I definitely understand that that's a possibility. I'm just saying, as somebody who gave birth, number one, I wasn't thinking about any of those details. <laughs> of course not. <laughs> I wasn't trying to plan any of it. And also, once the baby starts coming, it's not like you can really be like, you know, let's just hold her in for another three minutes until 7-Eleven happens. So you're right. There might have just been fudge the numbers, but this is a cool story nonetheless. And I found it on USA Today. So it's somewhat credible. <laughs> That's right. Okay. What's it. your next uh, pop culture? I forget. Was it Star oh, Trek it or was, Marvel? Uh, it was Marvel. Okay. Uh, man, tons of Marvel stuff. Now, I'm really curious to talk to you about this because you do like the Marvel movies. You I go do. to the Marvel yeah. movies. What is your general awareness of all the, the stuff that was talked all about? All the stuff that was talked about. I, I read everything. Okay. So you kind of know like the th- different things that were talked about. Yeah. Because I had this thought uh, as I was thinking about all this Marvel news and just their plans over what they're calling How phase. How many are coming out in 2021 or something? Uh, well, there's 10, 10, there's 10 Marvel properties that are coming out in the next four? two years in phase four. Right. right. Five of them are TV shows. But which, by the way, in phase one, they uh, convinced mothers who were thinking about having children to take control of their children when they were born so that they had really cool property to make movies in the future what are you talking about well you know the fate all these different phases they're going to have these young actors and actresses coming in now so that they can have them for the next 20 years of their life right so that means that they had to like you know, trying to figure out who the pretty parents are out there, and <laughs> that's how have them sign you think a contract. I see. Yeah, 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 I see what you're saying mm-hmm. now. Anyway, go ahead. So, five TV shows, five movies in Phase Four, and then they've already got these announcements for Phase Five as well. That's coming after 2021. That's the grandchildren, uh, and that is, and it's just all this planning. And I'm thinking, okay. The typical person who goes and sees Avenger Infinity War, Endgame, likes the Marvel movies, enjoys them, maybe sees 70% of them. Maybe they didn't see one of the Guardians movies and maybe they missed, you know, Doctor Strange or something. You know what I mean? Like, they're not like, do they realize, like, 
how in-depth this stuff is. Do they know the name Kevin Feige? That's my question. Do you know the name Kevin Feige? Mm, is it, just play the music and it might be in my brain somewhere. <laughs> play the music? <laughs> there is no music for Kevin Feige. Do you know the name? No. Okay, okay. This is This is my question. This man is the man responsible for everything you know about the Marvel Universe. He plans it all. He's the one that takes the stories, figures out how they all go together. He oversees And he's held the prisoner thing. at the Marvel headquarters underground, protected yes. by guards. Yes. And yeah. all of his, like, you know, journals and everything that he's, mm-hmm. all the post-it notes that he scratches notes on, they're all confiscated immediately. Yeah. Yeah, he's basically like one of the precogs in... Uh, yeah, in, he's got uh, the little things attached to his yeah, brain. Yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. Uh, and it just got me thinking about the person who is most responsible for this thing is also barely known by the people who love the product. Because he lives he's... underground. <laughs> uh, so this is why we talk about this stuff. No, this is great. And needs this to is be great. discussed. This is great. Uh, so do you want to talk about what's actually coming out or do you want to talk about the genius behind everything well i do want to talk about what's coming out but uh, the thought i had and why i was excited to talk to you i was excited to know if you knew who that was which mr. you did fugel <laughs> mr fugel uh kevin feige, feige. Is his name Dang it. uh and feige. i just had this thought feige. that i mean you could list the the human beings that have had the most impact on the film industry and he's probably top five do you know what i'm saying like marvel movies you know make billions of dollars every time they come out and people just don't even know who this guy is so it's fascinating i'm trying to think of something that rhymes with feige so i can remember (laughs) because you know fugel rhymed with bugle so i had that one yeah no it's not fugel it's feige what rhymes with feige um pie pie me (laughs) anyway heine well thank you mr feige Mm -hmm. for all of your dedication and hard work so yeah, that we can enjoy stuff. life and, and you can not get any credit for it. But I'm sure he's paid well. He's, I'm sure, paid very well. Uh, this is one of the other things that stood out to me is that the TV shows are going to directly involve the movies. So in other words, the, they learn from their mistakes. The WandaVision show that's coming out mm-hmm. is, of course, all of them are going to have the actual actors from the Marvel Cinematic Universe. Cool. But Scarlet... Uh, Scarlet Witch, right? Isn't mm-hmm. that her name? Scarlet Witch is going to be in the Wanda Vision show, and then also in the Doctor Strange movie, right? And they're going to kind of tie into each other. So the TV properties are going to be just as much a part of the cinematic universe, which is great. Which is uh, amazing. Question: Does is this Doctor Strange movie really going to be a horror film? That's what they're saying. Okay, the scariest Marvel movie yet. Whoa! So, will you see it? Uh, I love Doctor Strange. It totally There's depends. no way I'm I'll missing probably, a Doctor Strange movie. I'll probably let multiple people go and see it and kind of give me mm-hmm. a little bit of a heads up. It just depends on what kind of a horror movie we're talking about. Yeah. Like, you know, there's just some things you just can't unsee. Um, and then there's some bands you can't you can't unhear. <laughs> like filming and John. And then just stay in there no matter what. Yeah. Uh, so that's interesting. So we've got WandaVision coming out. Yeah. And then now I did see that there's something about um, Scarlett Johansson doing a, a movie. Yeah. Like the a Black Widow movie is the first one. Then the very next Marvel scene. Which was extremely thing. confusing to me considering uh, spoiler alert. <laughs> yes. Guys. Considering if you spoilers. Have not, if you have not seen Endgame, please just fast forward 30 seconds and pick back up. Or if you don't care about Here's Endgame. Here's your warning. Okay. She's dead. 
Yeah. You know, so like why? I guess this is a movie before that happened. It Uh, takes place after Civil War, the events of Civil War. And that kind of stuff just sort of frustrates me. And also it sort of frustrates me because it's like, first of all, sure, she deserves her own movie because she's put her time in and she didn't get a lot of like props Mm -hmm. and stuff. And I get that. But like. Just the CGI that they maybe have to do to make her look younger. Of course, Scarlet looks beautiful all the time. Well, Civil War wasn't that long ago. I don't think they'll have to do too much much youngifying like they did in Captain Marvel with Samuel L. Jackson. I just find it hard. I think for me, it's going to be hard to enjoy that movie, and I don't know if it's going to do well. Be, I, I I know that Marvel does I know Marvel does well at the time, but just even as a woman who loves Scarlett Johansson, I don't have a desire to go see it. Yeah. Well, and that's kind of the other interesting thing part about Phase 4 is it's a bunch of stuff that nobody has a desire to see. like see, I shouldn't say nobody but it's not commonly I'm, known stuff I'm more interested to see the movie that they're going to be releasing that has a whole bunch of people I don't know you Okay know, you're more the, interested the, in like Shang-Chi and Yes uh, far more interested in that Yeah yeah cuz I'd like to get more into that kind of universe and so Yeah but yeah I'm in the Eternals The Eternals was one of them I'm really curious how Angelina Jolie is going to be working in Camille Nanjiani's in that one too So Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I think that Marvel does good work. I think they've been proven to do a good standalone story where you don't have to worry about seeing everything else. Before. You can still go in and have a good mm-hmm. time. Right. Even though they all link together for the super fans. But, yeah. you know, so I'm excited to see what they're going to do because I think that they do quality stuff. And we're getting a new Thor movie before we're getting a new Guardians movie, which is interesting. Don't know how I feel about Natalie Portman being Thor. Uh, you don't? No. I think it's awesome. Do you? Yeah. Okay. But I like Port- I like Natalie Portman. I do, too. I do, too. I just don't know how I feel about it. So we'll see. It's it's fascinating because the rumor was they didn't split on very great terms. She really didn't enjoy the, the making of Thor 2. And mm-hmm. so, yeah, it's I don't know. It's money, money talks. Yes, I'm sure it does. But then you've got phase five, which I'm even more excited about because it's like Guardians three, Captain Marvel two, Black Panther two. I'm super the excited X-Men, about X-Men, Fantastic Four. X-Men. Yeah. They got X-Men rights. Yeah. Ooh, yeah. They bought exciting. Fox. That's oh, one of the primary reasons shoot. they bought Fox is Ugh. so they could have Fantastic Four and X-Men. I forgot about that. Yeah. Oh, that's going to be fun. Yeah, that I'm really excited about. That's phase five? Yeah. Okay, well, I'm excited about phase five <laughs> because Thor in Endgame was hilarious. Non-spoiler. Yeah. It was, he was just such a fun character. So to see him kind of interacting with what's going to be happening in Guardians of the Galaxy, just all that. I'm excited yeah. for that. Yeah. Cool. cool. Did you say everything you wanted? I think I hit all the Marvel stuff I wanted to hit. All oh, right. no, I did one more thing. Mm. One more thing that's almost kind of to the side. I mean, designed to be to the side in some ways is the what if tv show did you did you hear them talk about this at all i saw it but i forgot about it so what is what if this is kind of mind-blowing to me oh it's alternate universes yeah it's like basically every episode is going to ask the question what if this thing happened differently than than it happened in the mcu like in loki for example that movie is based on a tv show oh sorry tv show is based on a whole alternate timeline that was created during endgame so you know that's that and that's right. kind of a neat thing. But this uh, this show is sort of like the whole universe. Right. Like, what if the Hulk was a bad guy? You right. know, what if, um, you know, Captain America died at this point? Or, you know, right. like, it can ask any question it wants to ask. Hmm. Um, you know, what if... Uh, Scarlet's... Scarlett Johansson got the Infinity Gauntlet first. Or, yeah. you know, like, stuff like yeah, that. Yeah, yeah. So, in, in it's animated. What if Scarlet Witch's brother didn't die? Yeah, exactly. Exactly. That'd be a great one. I would love to see that. 
Um, but it's it's fascinating because it's an animated show, but they're using all the actual voice, voice actors, actors oh, from the real MCU. That's and so, smart. So oh, that's yeah. Smart. It's really and smart. Get some, get some really uh, good animators involved in that. Yeah. No, that's going to be fun. Uh, my next one comes from um, a very reputable source called... <laughs> Oddity Central. It's one of my favorite websites because yes. it's just the weirdest stuff that you find on there. Uh, this article is written by Spooky. So again, super, super trustworthy. Uh-huh. Mayor disguises himself as a disabled person to test public servants. I really hope this is true because it's fascinating. Um, as part is this of, one of those heartwarming stories. I I don't I like this kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, as part of an unusual social experiment, a Mexican mayor disguised himself as a disabled person in in need of assistance to test the attitude of the local public servants firsthand. This story is really interesting to me because this guy seems to be his name is Carlos. I want to say Tina T E N A. Uh, he seems to be very dedicated to kind Tana. of Tina. Mm-hmm. Thank you. Carlos Tena, he's very dedicated to just um, making sure that the people who don't have a voice do have a voice. He's kind of known for that, according to this article. And so he was hearing rumors and, and reports from the public saying, I had a bad experience in this, this and this. So he disguised himself. He put on like a hoodie and some dark glasses and got a wheelchair and he kind of set everything up and he visited his own offices to kind of experience for himself what they did. Yeah. And he found that, yeah, he didn't have a great experience. It wasn't the best. And so once he was mistreated in a couple of different ways, he stood up out of his wheelchair and revealed his, his you know, took his disguise off, revealed himself and said, kind of like undercover boss. That's what it made me think of. Yeah. But this is like for real, like on his own type of a thing. Yeah. And he, um, he said basically his motivation was that he didn't know who to believe his own staff or the public. And the only way for him to find out was to have his own eyes on it. And I loved that. Yeah. I remember seeing a pastor do that, um, dressed up as a homeless person and sat outside the church on a Sunday morning mm-hmm. with a sign or whatever. Um, yeah, it's, it, it was like a guest pastor, right? Like a guest that was a guest speaker. Maybe I, I don't, I thought it was the pastor of the church, mm-hmm. but I don't, I don't, I, I just remember vaguely seeing the I, video. I do too. Yeah. And I, I think it's good for us to confront, um, our own actions and, you know, figure out how we treat people and all those kind of things. So he was, he was reportedly saying, um, kind of at the end that, it, it's time that they address a problem and that if his staff continues to not make the positive changes, then he'll bring the hammer down. So it's sort of like not, okay, the, you know, you all are obviously at fault here. He's just like, this isn't how we're going to operate. And so I don't know. I just think that there's people, there's certain people that are in power. I'm, I'm again, hoping that the story is true, but there's people who are, you know, in power and are trying to make, a difference in their world. And I think that we need to highlight those people and, you know, support them and in whatever way we can, even if it's talking about it on a podcast. So that was a cool story that I found. No, that's, that's, I really like that. And I, it's, it's always interesting because I feel like finding the balance of generosity is a, is a difficult thing. Um, I think we are, we are called to, uh, I think we are, we are best when we give to those uh, in our circle. Um, but there are some people who don't have a circle, you know, and there's yeah. some people that don't uh, at least don't have connection to people that can help them out. And so sometimes, you know, you just, you gotta, you gotta follow the, you gotta follow the instinct, right? Like you mm-hmm. gotta follow the nudging. Yeah. I think it's a fun thing and it's a brave thing to do when you decide to confront it 
and see with your own eyes because then it's your own, your own version. Mm -hmm. You're not taking someone's word for it. You're really seeing it with your own eyes and making your own judgment. Right. So anyway, pretty cool thing. Very nice. Yeah. You want to talk about Star Trek? Let's do it. Uh, Right. I thought this one might be the most interesting to you. All right. Go, Danae, go. Seven of nine. Hey, girl. Hey. (laughs) Now, I haven't watched the trailer. Um, but I've heard that people are losing their minds over the fact that Captain Picard's coming back in a Star Trek I mean, TV show. I mean, it just show. seems so cool, right? Yeah. Like, first of all, who doesn't love Patrick Stewart? Right. One of the only actors I know his name. <laughs> right. You don't know Kevin Feige, but you sure do know Patrick Stewart. Man, I love his voice. I love his energy. I love his Instagram. Mm-hmm. This guy is just a super sweetheart. He's getting old. Yes. So I think it's kind of neat for this to sort of be, I don't know, maybe he like his legacy moment where mm-hmm. he can kind of lend his voice and his, his character another like breath. So mm-hmm. I'm really curious what they're going to do because I love Star Trek. It's one of my all time um Are you favorites. a next generation person? Yeah, for sure. Okay. That's what I mean. That's the show that was on when I was growing up. That was the show I loved to watch. So did you ever watch any of the original series? It was always like a rerun thing. And so I did, but it wasn't as interesting to me. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, it it was fine. What about like Deep Space Nine, Voyager, some of the other shows? I stopped watching. I did watch Voyager for a little bit and then, but Deep Space, Deep Space, I didn't get into as much. So I didn't go full on Trekkie, but I loved um, the next generation. And had you, have you watched any of Discovery, the new Star Trek? No. Okay. But I have watched the uh, comedy one. <laughs> <laughs> the Orville? The Orville. It's like the best Star Trek show <laughs> so ever. And it's great. not even officially Star I Trek. Know. It's, it's amazing. So Didn't it get nominated for like an Emmy? I think it did. Yeah. And it should. It's so funny. Just heard that uh, Disney is moving it to, because Disney owns it now, because it was a Fox property. Gotcha. Uh, they're moving it to Hulu. So oh. it actually will be on Hulu for the next season. Oh my goodness. But So I did watch that one. That's probably, you know, in my TV watching in my streaming life now. That's yeah. one that I've kind of kept up with. But Generation is a special place in my heart. So here is the big question. Does this mean you're going to subscribe to CBS All Access? I'll do what I did for Game of Thrones. <laughs> <laughs> subscribe for a month and binge it? <laughs> yeah. Subscribe, binge, get it over. Yeah. Nice. Yeah, definitely. I would do that. I mean, it's just like buying a DVD, right? You just buy it. But in this case, you have to remember to not buy it again. <laughs> <laughs> but what if they hook you? What if they're like and you know... And here's Star Trek Discovery, and here's this other CBS show. Mm-hmm. And I mean, that's possible. And then I have to look at my budget and go, do I want to spend my money on this? It's just crazy, like anything, isn't right? it? The streaming service war is just going to be crazy. Yeah. We made a decision to go with YouTube TV, which is my husband's favorite thing and my least favorite thing. I oh. thought I'd like YouTube TV. I don't. I don't like it. There's only like two shows that I can find on there. Uh, the, uh, the entire thing that I like. Wow. So it's like, for me, just Well, there's a, waste. a lot of sports channels. It's a lot of sports. That's what it's meant... That, that is actually what it's meant for is to give sports fans a place to see all their sports. Yeah. And I'd rather us do that because it's way less expensive than buying, you know, than doing the, the, the right. TV kind of satellite thing. Kind satellite kind of thing, yeah. Yeah. So we're still saving money in that way, which means technically there's a little bit in there to do some streaming services too. So are yeah. you going to, are you day one Disney plus day one Disney plus? Most, yeah, us too. Yeah. I'm I'm really excited about. I've already that signed. One. I've already signed up for the notification. Oh, 
on Google? No, at DisneyPlus.com or oh, whatever. Okay. Just like, you know. Hey, it's ready. Yeah, when it's ready, let me know. You're going to be like the 13th person to... No, I the mean... 41st person. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> yeah, I'm really excited about this. I love this world. I love... Um, I, I like the movies that came out. I think that the new sort of Star Trek world is just really fascinating. So yeah, I'm excited about this one. Before going on to my next one, I'm going to like tag on no you have one more right no You're no done? i'm done oh, okay, okay, okay. we talked about all the pop culture i wanted to talk about so you were talking about the comic-con yeah and so that didn't really come up in our conversation i guess it's just they were announced at comic-con right yeah and i meant to kind of slide in my possible fourth one so i'll just throw this out that there were 2,500 scooters that got picked up and hauled off to the city of san diego and impounded over comic-con weekend wow 2,500 scooters mm-hmm. apparently they're a huge nuisance i had this conversation is this is this the like the scooter company that that you rent the scooters through your through this app they had them in nashville and they just they just banned them in nashville too, yeah they're so. apparently incredibly dangerous people die in them on the regular i mean i was talking to somebody about it at our 20th reunion well, it seems like a bad idea then if people are dying on the regular that seems it, I mean, she she was talking about like she lives in um, San Antonio that has the the what's the walk called? The River Walk. That's the one. Mm-hmm. Like, like daily people just decide to go in traffic and they don't make it. So anyhow, same thing kind of happening there. I guess it was just this barrage of scooters. They weren't either something about them wasn't right. So they were all caught and pounded and the company had to buy them back one at a time by for sixty five dollars. <laughs> Wow. Uh, anyway, I thought that was interesting. But here's the actual story I'm going to talk about. All right. Uh, uh, the title of it is, it's another um, world record one. Mm-hmm. Another world record one where the person didn't pay attention to the rules, maybe. We'll see. Man spends almost five days sitting on a toilet bowl to set a world record. Mm. Yeah. This is something we all can do. <laughs> <laughs> I, my max is about 15 minutes. Phew because uh, your legs start going my numb? legs start going numb yeah. yeah and when you lean forward and then you get the marks on your legs and then also the there's no blood flow from the top or the bottom yeah yeah it's awful no it is awful and then when you stand up and you can't feel your legs and you have to do that mind thing you're like it's okay we're not gonna die <laughs> i'm with you <laughs> i mean um, not literally i'm not literally with you no no, no. i'm just i'm so, with you this guy's from belgium uh he's 48 years old his name is jimmy defren and he was Jimmy the friend D D friend F R E N. No, I heard you. I was changing it. Maybe de friend. I don't know. He wanted to set the world record for whatever reason. And this is the interesting thing. He did it at a restaurant or at a bar, an oyster bar, I think is what it was. Okay. And it wasn't in their real bathroom. They set up like they a set up a little like a platform for him. So in public. Well, this is this is OK. Hold on. All right. OK. Now we're getting somewhere. Here's the thing. <laughs> I was thinking this is one of those world records where you actually wouldn't have to worry about, you know, having to take a break to go to the bathroom. You this just is, go. You you're, know, you're, you're just, allowed to take a break in this case to stand up and then go to the restroom for real. It's <laughs> just this is. This is <laughs> I don't know. That's against the spirit of this record. There's pictures of him. He's kind he, of wearing like an Adidas shirt and some biker yeah, he's pants. Yeah, like athletic wear on. No, yeah, yeah. And he's just a bus driver, man. He's just like someone with a dream. 
Why does it then? Here's my thing. Then why is it even a toilet? Why does it even have to be a toilet? Just sit down for however long. Like this is this know. is silliness. I hate all of this. I know. That's why I wanted to talk about it because you're you know passion for. <laughs> <laughs> if you're gonna break this record, it's on a real toilet with your pants down, bare butt. <laughs> like that is the only. Like this is part of the endurance of sitting on a toilet. I. The thing that bothers me about this particular story, yeah. and there's like documentation about him. You can find out pictures if you're really curious of him mm-hmm. sitting on this platform at a restaurant where other people are like eating their food and can turn over and just see this dude sitting there for a hundred and I think it was 116 hours. He wanted to do 168 or whatever. Yeah. Here's what bothers me about it. Besides that whole thing I just said, which is yeah. weird. There were no Guinness World Book of Record official people there. Okay. So he's hoping that the word of the people at the restaurant will work. Hmm. Why do this? If why you, why if go you haven't crossed all, all the trouble? T's and dotted all the yeah, I's? It's, if it's not going to count for anything. I mean, why do that? It's just like the guy who sang that I talked about that one time. Mm-hmm. If you know the rules, follow the rules so that you can get into this book. Like, why spend all this time in pain? Because he's obviously in physical pain at the end of this. Yeah. This stuff just blows my mind. Yeah. Like, if, I don't understand why. I just, I'm just saying I don't like anything about this. I think it's, I mean, I don't mind it being in public if you want to be in public, but you better have your pants down. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> For it to really count. <laughs> yeah. Uh, that did... is the endurance. This has nothing to do with oh, the endurance no. of sitting. You might as well put the seat down. Like, I mean, you know, the lid down and just sit on the lid. Like, this is nothing Wait. to do with sitting on a toilet for as long as possible. This I is... can't identify with this. Uh, yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. No, just, I know. I just have a lot of butts he and did, not enough butts. He did He did raise some money for local charity. Oh, well, then there you go. Then I'm fine. $250. <laughs> That's the last of mine today. <laughs> oh, well, you know why he, he eventually quit, right? Oh, no. Okay, let's try to think, everybody. Think about what Aaron's going to say. Something about his time being wasted. He was pooped. (laughs) (laughs) No. (laughs) But at least he made it to the end. Otherwise, he would have been pissed. Oh, my (laughs) gosh. It's amazing. You're so good at that. How do you do that? Says the girl that didn't understand. She's the dough. Okay. Thank you guys for joining us for another episode of Shoe the Dough, for downloading our podcast and sharing it with your friends. We would not, could not do this without you. Yeah, we love the fact that you come along uh, with us on this experimental journey of audio. Uh, we appreciate it. Where we uh, always talk about bathroom humor at some course, point in time. Of course, of um, course. We should call it poo the dough. <laughs> See, you can do it. <laughs> I did it! <laughs> Uh, this podcast is part of the Studio DNA Podcast Network. And in fact, this podcast launched the Studio DNA Podcast Network. Uh, find out more about other shows on the network by uh, following the network at Spreaker.com slash Studio DNA. We also want to thank a couple of people. Thank you to producer Phil, our studio producer. Mm-hmm. He's amazing. So we always like to give a shout out to him. And also, of course, you know who I'm going to say, Chris Tilly, for composing our very own music all those many years ago. And yeah. boy, does it still sound special. Seven years ago. <laughs> uh, please subscribe, rate, comment, all that fun stuff at whatever podcast player you use. If it's Apple Podcasts, throw some stars our way, throw a rating our way, throw a uh, review 
our way. We would love to read that on the show, as mentioned. Uh, and also, I, uh, Apple Podcasts uses that information to promote the show, so it kind of helps us out, too. And also, just a reminder, we're not going to be on the air next week because Aaron is leaving town. I'm abandoning you all. I will post his um, address online. <laughs> you can come party with me at Aaron's house. No, legit, he's got cameras everywhere. We'll be caught instantly. <laughs> uh, speaking of addresses, if you want to email us, you can hit up our email address, feedback at shoethedough.com. See you in a couple weeks. Bye, bye. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Bye-bye.